it takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain, bench boost or a wild card It's not a double game when these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast To guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you captain Haaland again this week? FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks Roscoe mate, how are you fella? Good thanks mate, good to be back Or, or is how's, it? how's Bali? Mate, Bali's good Lots of sun, uh, as you can see, uh, for all the podcast podcast listeners, I'm bright red. So, I have been putting sun cream on, mate, as well. Yeah, well, mate, I reckon you spent half of the year that colour. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but, mate, another FPL game week sunsets. I'm very happy but I take it you're not. No, I'm, I'm reasonably happy as well this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I was above average, heading back in the right direction, got some green arrows. So happy days. It's always nice to see a green arrow. Yeah, it had been a while. It had been a while. Um and yeah, I'm uh, back ahead of you, I think, according to this. Yeah, I think you are, mate. You're a couple of places. Just. You're a couple of places in front. That's why I'm really happy. Nah. <laughs> um, it just I stopped the rot there with some yeah. ambitious transfers. Ugh, so good to be back in the green, yeah. And you got green arrows too. Yeah, mate. So maybe what I'll do is just uh, quickly go through our teams. Um, hero and zero of the week. As we always do, we'll uh, run off the um, FL Mavericks League, see who's doing what, and then we'll carry on with our Maverick battle, which is uh, now in a nice spot again, and then finish off with um, our segment of the week and upset of the week, as well as maybe a Mav cap to finish. But uh, yeah, I got 54 points, so not amazing. Um, I'm, I'm up in uh, 2.6 million, so nothing flash at all, but I'm only four pints behind you now, Roscoe. Um, and I think the league is so tight that I'm, I'm pretty you, happy. Yeah. You said well, only four points behind me. You were ahead of me last week. <laughs> but I like how you paint a positive picture. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think I actually like... On, on the basis of my week, so we'll go through my team. Like, zero was definitely Sterling. Like, what a shit show of an epic. I mean, well, no, it wasn't. It was St Sterling and a Stupinam, a minus two. And yeah. a, well, Sterling it? got dropped, didn't he? Yeah. That was half the problem. But then he did get put on. So you wouldn't have got anyone off your bench either. The Stupinam goal was pretty unfortunate. But that that mauling of brighton by villa mate like what do you make of that like i cannot believe uh um, yeah complete surprise wasn't it 
um yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know mate i um did not see that coming yeah so i mean i watched the highlights i haven't been able to see the mini match or i watched this in too much uh detail but what the hell happened brian have been flying uh yeah look we we've always said and you've said in this pod that villa's a good team and they maybe haven't had the best set of results or they've been a bit sort of mediocre maybe but they certainly came good in that game and i think it was how quick it happened they were like quick fire goals so they kind of ended brighton so early i think they were just stunned and completely out of the game it was almost like from all reports of what i've seen i'm just going off what i've listened to as well is that basically brighton's tippy tappy lovely style of fluid football was just bullied in the middle by david louise and your mate john mcginn into submission they just played direct strong bully boy football and as we know diaby and um watkins are devastating on the break and watkins was just on flames yeah yeah um i mean john mcginn's ass i think counts as a 12th man <laughs> he's got an absolute wagon and he uses it um i'm just looking in mate and we'll obviously get on to talking about watkins but because i went to look at the goals here but his bonus point score in the fpl um metrics it was 102. i've never seen wow. <laughs> i think i've ever seen a score above about 40. mate if if the you next best scorer was douglas louise got 27. i mean just insane and then yeah, so that was a big result and then you had luton surprising uh with surprise result and uh, a few others but yeah you were talking us through your team mate let's not get too distracted sure so you my, zero was between him and sterling i'm walker carl walker who got me zero so three that got zero and a minus two uh sonny scored got me seven saka nine uh bowen nine harland who did nothing with the upset of wolves um and morris got me 10 with his double game week um so my transfers kind of paid off but now my team's pretty much dead-ended and i'll be wild carding this yeah week. okay i did wonder with the morris transfer because i get the logic for the double game week and the fixtures were good but then you know you'd be putting somebody in just to take him straight out again i would have thought or just well, benching him well if you look at my team now i've got chillwell on a red flag baldock on a yellow flag Saka on an orange flag, um, a horrible fixtures, Bowen, pretty horrible fixtures, Sterling, absolute shite bag, horrible fixtures, Steele flip flopping on and out, and Turner, who is also, um, after his performance, um, with giving away a penalty potentially, um, if it wasn't for VAR, and then, um, just ha having a pretty shocking performance, yeah, he's gonna get replaced. So, yeah i'm i'm actually thinking and we can debate this in a little bit more um, it is a wild card week yeah potentially, yeah i think it is because i'm gonna go off 
I'm gonna go off Haaland for a bit. I'm bored of him. Well, I mean, that would be fair. He's not putting in the performances um that that he was before, so I think it's fair. Uh but your so team hero, who is your hero? Hero would probably looking at this would, would likely be Morris, just because yeah, he did, he did well. get his goal. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, so I got 64 points uh, versus the 49 average, and my transfers paid off handsomely. But I spent minus eight to get them because my team was in dire straits. So when we spoke last week, I'd already put in Trippier and Gordon. Yep. And then I was like, I have to get Jackson out. I just can't deal with him. I'm spending the money. He's got to go. Uh, and I was going to go Wilson because Wilson was my Mav um, last week and he scored the last two. So I went on the app to put Wilson in and he was flagged. I don't know where that injury came up, but he yeah. was flagged. And Isak was flagged as well, who was going to be my second choice if I thought, well, if not Wilson, I'd do Isak. So then I was like, right, I need another striker. And I went with Watkins, which is the absolute best decision I could have made. So he saved my week because the rest of the team was pretty average. But Watkins got three goals and two assists <laughs> in that 6-1, uh, 23 points. Trippy got 12 points. Um, so I'm glad I got him in because not only if I'd not had him, it would have been even worse because I think his ownership is is, is up. Well, he's at 42% owned now, so I absolutely had to get him in. Gordon got me five, although he did get himself suspended for this week. So, yeah, my hero is Watkins by a long way. The one thing I'm a bit annoyed about is I, and I just didn't notice it, I left Saliba on my bench. Oh. And I've and and six points sitting there, and Estupinen would have been the one. My back three is Trippier, Estupinen, Akanji. So it would have been a no-brainer. Brighton away at Villa, I would have thought they wouldn't get a clean sheet. And Saliba against Bournemouth, I just don't understand why. He's not, I just must have completely missed him. So that's annoying because I could have had 72 points. Actually, 74 points because Estupin um, is minus two. Uh, sorry, no, I was right, 72 points. Anyway, that was it. So uh, good, good results there. Um, I've already spent minus four this week because I decided not to wild card and yeah, buoyed by my transfer wins. I thought I'll, I'll, I'll spend some more money. Oh, mate. Well, look, I think you've uh, you've had a good week. It sounds like your team, by the looks of it, isn't desperate for a, a wild card like mine. And I do know that you like to play your chips. Um, late, late, late. Late for the late surge. But they might need to be, I think game week 10 is the other sort of touted opportunity with the fixtures. Um, so I'm spending minus four this week. I've gone with Solanke. Yeah, good good pick. Um, yeah, he's got Everton. Um, and he's, uh, so I swapped out Wissa, who is a complete waste of space. Um, and I've also gone Bowen. Yeah, Bowen looks good. Um and I know the fixtures aren't amazing. Well, they're not terrible either, but I mean, I th he's just good. I think he'll keep picking up points, wanted him in. So now I'm reasonably happy. I don't know who the captain. 
that's my uh, my kind of issue. Yeah, yeah, that was the week that was. Good man. Well, we'll quickly look at the uh, Mavericks League. Uh, I'm down in 60th. Um, very, very average. Um, you may are uh, a couple of places. Up to 54th from 70th, yeah. Top of the table is 477. Um, top deer with Harry Mackay. 477, mate. I'm on 408. Yeah, but I don't think that's actually that 69. big of a gap. 69. Well, it's pretty big. The lad at top has used his bench boost. Yeah. Jalsey 465, a little bit smaller, but still doing really well. No chips used. Really well. In third. Um, can I look at some of the other guys. Luke Budney in eighth. 446, has there been any big movers? Try and just have a quick scroll. Kevin Trithawan, 71. Alex Mitchell, 80. He's got a good team in there. Wildcarded. Handsomely well. Yeah. He had Watkins in there and Bowen. I like his thinking. Mm. I think that's like obviously what we're trying to do with the Mavericks is is pick someone that's gonna be ahead of the game now, mate. But with this wildcard, I think for me, what I really need to do is use it and go against the grain a little bit. I go against the template and really go fixtures so that my wild card is maximized handsomely. Um, I'll just give you a look at who I've potentially got picked at the moment. And this will change three more times at least um, before I, I submit it. But I've got the, I've still got the Turner and Areola combination because they're both, they're the cheapest goalkeepers um poro cash and robertson in the back three diaby salah madison son and diaz and then i've got watkins and hoyland up front at the moment uh, Ooh. so quite differential i feel i like it hoyland got a goal two two goals sorry didn't he yesterday uh i was looking at i reckon i completely agree with Pedro Porro and Matty Cash. And they're two great picks uh, attacking fullbacks with good fixtures. Um, Robertson's interesting because I, I don't know, is it Liverpool's fixture run good? Is that your thinking there? Yeah, I just think the, the, the fixture list swings quite nicely for Liverpool. And although Liverpool lost against Spurs, you can see they're really starting to threaten. Um, and Salah and Diaz are just nailed on, I think, at the moment. Yeah, they didn't really lose against Spurs, right? That's the thing. Yeah, yeah it was a draw. <laughs> um, so, now I like that. And then, yeah, Holland is a good um, maverick, although it's a massive risk with the way United are playing. I mean, Ten Hag could be out the door <laughs> after the international break at this rate. He could be, mate. And then... Uh, struggling, aren't they? I just got, I just got a funny feeling... With United, they've got Brentford at home. Um, and then they've got Sheffield United away before Man City. So could pick up in a couple of points. Yeah. You get nothing after them few weeks, you switch them out. So and you've got Madison and Son. Madison and Son. Do you think there's just a bit of hype around Spurs, or you actually think they'll maintain this run? I think they'll I mean they'll maintain this run for the next three fixtures for sure. They've got Luton away, Fulham at home, and Crystal Palace away. 
So for me, if I can use this wild card and try not to make any transfers and then bank a few players, then that's going to give me a little wiggle room um, for the next three fixtures. My only problem here is Man City and no Haaland and no Arsenal. So I'm going to have to really struggle on without Haaland, um, which is scary. But mm. if I've got enough in the bank, I can probably flick it flick around a couple of players to get Haaland back in. So we'll see. Yeah, I would I would say I don't know if you need need to go as big as Robertson. Then you could get some uh, how much is Robertson? Six well, something. So. Yeah, that's true. That's not a that's not a bad point. You could get go with like a botman or something. Uh Ooh. or a um well, actually, I was going to. I've got a back when my backup Mav is a defender, but anyway, you could go with a 4.55 and then you bank another million or so. Well, Robertson's 6.6, .6, and then Trippier, who's on my bench at the moment, is also 6.8. He's 6.8. You've gone yes, up, yes, it's quite expensive defense. That'd be the, maybe something you could do to save a bit of cash. Um, yeah, I like it, mate. I like it. Cool. Well, what we'll do, mate, is we'll we'll rattle on to the the Mavericks competition. Um, this is the punchline of the show or podcast, if you like, where if you pick a under ten percent owned Maverick, um, bit of a differential that can shoot you up the league, or can obviously uh, not do so well for yourself. So mm. last week, mate, I pulled it back to two two. You did. You did, and hats off to you for two good Mav picks. Bowen, Morris, um, you had Wilson and DCL. DCL did score, um, but Everton... And Wilson was injured, so I didn't really get a shot. Everton, such a weird... Before we go into this, mate, such a weird run of form. They win a game, they look good. They lose a game, they look rubbish. You've got to be pulling your hair out if you're an Everton fan like Mike the Knight. Uh, yeah. It's very worrying. I'm so surprised Dyke hasn't got them more, or you know, sort of structured and and stable. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just that the team's not good enough. Yeah, mate. No, no idea. Um, but that was a terrible loss. That was a six pointer already at this stage of the season. That um, we said. I mean, I said last week. I didn't see. Luton being up to much, I was surprised that they got that win. Um, just on, I thought Everton, yeah, would be better, but I also think Brentford look like they're dropping like a stone at the moment, so they'll be down in trouble. They don't pick up some points soon, yeah. I agree. Uh, Jensen again, did he? It was an assist or a goal, an assist, yeah, yeah. He's, actually, he's looking like their only source of protein, if you like, in the FPL points and Premier well, I think like Mbumo and 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 Wissa started the season so strong in those first two or three games and then they've disappeared and if if those two aren't scoring then they're not going to get goals that really they can't there's no one else there to do it so if those guys can't put the ball in the net uh and create then they're going to struggle so yeah so you won um fairly comfortably i'd say because yeah i only got i got six points from calvert lewin and zero points from wilson yep two two well that's level 
One, one. Who's going to have the bragging rights over the international break, mate? As I went first last week, your turn. Okay, okay. So let me think about this. So one of these players is in my team, and one of them isn't. Yep. So let's go with the first one. I'm going to say is um, my new addition, uh, my striker addition, Dominic Solanke. 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 Um, so he's 6.4 million. Yep. Uh, he's currently 10th in terms of points per game for strikers. Yep. Um, and he's only 2.4% owned. He's got a good fixture run. He's got Everton away, followed by Wolves at home and then Burnley at home. So next three games look pretty solid. Um, yeah, relatively cheap and uh, their main goal threat, right? So I reckon he will turn up against Everton. I agree, mate. I think this is an absolute six-pointer um, for Bournemouth. Um, so Lanky's actually looked pretty good um, in front of goal. He's, he's had some returns. Um, he's their penalty taker, as far as I'm aware. Um, and I think he's got in that run... I, he'd even considered for my uh, wildcard, mate, because he'll just be one of them players that just ticks over um, the next few game weeks before his run turns um, pretty average again. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, so we're agreed on that. But uh, let's hope he does something. And look, Everton have got another bite at the cherry to turn up at home in front of their fans. So they could, you know, they could deliver something they could they need to make a statement that if they go and lose back-to-back -back home games against Luton and Bournemouth that does look like you're sacking your manager doesn't it very much so. like where do you go from there so it's huge game for Everton um good point mate we'll uh, be watching that with bated breath for our friend Mikey Knight I'm gonna go a one-week punt because I've already spoken about my team um, I'm just going to do the classic follow the shittest team in the league um, with the shittest, second shittest team in the league and their best asset. So I'm going to go Fulham, Andreas Pereira. He's one of the only players that looks any decent in their team. Um, he's got 22 points so far in FPL, which isn't bad. He only got one point last week, um, but he did score in their um, recent efl cup game 1.1 percent owned and he's a bit of a filler um in your team at 5.5 so some value there as well we know what he's like he's on most set pieces if harry wilson's not in it um he's looking to play a little bit further forward fulham really need to win this game because then they have tottenham and brighton away i think he's going to have something to do with the goals so yeah maybe if you're thinking about wildcarding in the um, upcoming international break, he would be something that I would think about for a one-week punt, and I, I think he'll get you six points. So, very good. Remind me then, who's their fixture against? Sheffield United at home. Sheffield United. And you think they're the worst team or the second worst team? I think Sheffield United are the worst team. Yeah, yeah. and they're bottom at the moment, right? Yeah, they're bottom. Yeah, yeah, they're going for Derby's record. We need them to we need them to take that from us. Um 
Cool. All right. My next pick. Someone I've been tempted to pick several weeks in a row now and haven't has actually got a return in five consecutive game weeks. Wow. Uh, and including this last week. So that is Pedro Neto. Yes, he looks great. And another wildcard contender for me. He's so cheap. 5.6 million. I would definitely be putting him in, putting him in my wild card. Yeah. Um, as well. So 38 points so far this season. 12th highest scoring uh, on points per match out of 100, well, out of, well, 300 midfielders uh, in the game. Uh, he's 5.4% owned. And he's got Aston Villa at home. So I think regardless of the outcome of the game, uh, a home fixture against Villa, I reckon he can get, get some points there. He's got Bournemouth away after that, then Newcastle and then Sheffield United. So three out of the four, next four are pretty good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's looks just great in the highlights, doesn't he? He's an eye test uh, pass as well as um, the stats stacking up. So hoping he can do the business for me, make it 3-2. No complaints to him, mate. He looks good. A um, couple of barnstorming runs in his last few games. Beaten City. Villa is the only thing I worry about here, mate. Is their next game now? Yeah, Villa at home, though. Yeah. Yeah, true. I suppose if you've just beaten Man City. But what I didn't get a chance to do uh, before coming on the pod was I was going to look up Villa's defensive stats um but if i feel like they're pretty leaky villa away he would you know or him being at home that he, he can get a return there and that's a derby as well so I, that's probably got like two yeah two. of course yeah i didn't even thought of that yeah probably got two two written all over it yeah yeah man, i like that and i think with that he might be someone that could come in for me he's got a good run well not a good run but a good couple first couple of games he's cheap and he's informed so that's nice mate um i'm gonna quickly move on with mine i've spoken about him before he's in my team um scored two last night feel like he's the only great route to goal for united at the moment rasmus hoyland 4.9 percent owned yeah um want to get on him now before that brentford home game and then the sheffield away uh brentford as you said mate looking like a, a stone drop into the, the bottom of the river after being chucked in. They are woeful. Um, so, yeah, 7.1 million, 4.9% owned. Question for you, mate. Would you go with him or would you go for Isaac over the next two? Um... Oh, I reckon the Mav, he's obviously the Mav pick and he's got a higher upside, I would say, just a, just a way bigger risk because United are just so difficult to bet on at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I like the pick, yeah. I like the pick. I think that's quite a balanced... He's coming good, right? He's He's got six is well four or five starts under his belt now because he was injured at the beginning of the season wasn't he yeah 
and he's looking pretty good. Um, they didn't play a, a particularly good team in midweek that he scored against, but um, neither is Brentford. So. so we've got Rasmus Hoyland and Pereira versus Neto and your second one was? Um, no, first one, first one was um, Solanke and then second one was Neto. Solanke and Neto, I think, I feel like you could win this one, but we'll see. I found these stats and they back up my gut feel, which I made up. <laughs> but I love it when it when this happens. So, Aston Villa have conceded 10 goals in six games, right? Yeah. Nine, if this is right, nine of those 10 goals, this is saying, were away from home. Wow. Which makes it nine goals conceded in four games. Presumably six of them were this weekend, to be fair. Uh, but they, um, yeah. So they were holding up quite well <laughs> until their collapse. Uh, but they've conceded three goals in the other three away games. So let's see how we go. Cool, mate. Well, we'll quickly fire through the segments um, where we pick a topic each week. Which one would you like to go for, mate? I'll do the eye test. Yep. And I was going to go, and he's also a math pick and a wild card pick. Cool. And we've mentioned him already. Go for it. Who is it? Pedro Porro. Yes, good. I think he's got to be in your team. And he's arguably, yeah. So... 6.6% owned at the moment. That might change after a bunch of wild cards come in. He got seven points this game week. Um, he's got good fixture. So, yeah, I think Pedro Porro is one to watch. Mate, his goal, his uh, crosses and his he shoots loads. Like, I don't have the stats up in front he's of me. He's obviously been told to just, yeah, like be free and just have a crack. Which would be very Ange, I guess, yeah. his style. But he's like letting him loose. He, it's almost like with Ange, he, he's the out the fullbacks. He's the one that goes forward and creates and crosses and shoots and probably isn't that good defensively. And then a doggy is the more like really solid defender. Um, really likes his one on ones. Will join attacks, but not as much. Um, what do you make of of Spurs and Ange Ball? Seeing as you you'd have watched a lot of Celtic in his time, you feel like it's. Trying to <laughs> I've watched too many too many Celtic Rangers games where we got whooped. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean he's. I like him. He's likable as a person. And sure. clearly, very hardworking, and he's he's. He's got, you've said this many times, he, he gets really good uh, write-up from past players uh, and coaches that have worked with him. And that speaks volumes. He's got lots of advocates, you know, out there saying how great he is. So, um, look, I think the Celtic thing, Rangers, it's a, it's a get out, but Rangers were rubbish those seasons. He signed some really good players, but Gerard left a rotten team and you know an underperforming team and the change manager twice and it was you know i don't think it was 
a, a great Rangers team that he was getting the better of, but he did do a good job and he 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 won the league kind of faultlessly, didn't yeah. drop many points uh, and just kind of cleaned up. We did what he should do, but I don't necessarily think it means he's, he's a superstar coach yet. So he's got that to prove at Tottenham. Um, I actually think that he will be if almost a bit worried how well it's gone so far because it's further than it could fall. And he probably would want to come in, get some good results in and be sitting like fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, and just kind of flying under the radar. But he's actually got people asking him about title challenges and all this hype building and the fans going wild. He's probably going, I actually don't need this. No, yeah, he probably don't need this hype. I'm being built up here and I'm, and then I'm going to be, you know, and that Liverpool game, like that should have been a draw. Yeah, the draw with Liverpool, but they don't. He gets the points, and he'll be—he's the first one to know that he didn't deserve to win that game. But he's got the points, he's got the league position, and he's te technically he's knocked off United, who've been terrible, and Liverpool on a bad, a really bad ref decision. So it's like, anyway, I just—he needs, needs to by Christmas we'll know. Yeah, but he's had a very kind of yeah, very good start, but a few things going his way. Yeah, he's had the rubble of the green, I'll give you that. So man. I don't know. Maybe it's because he was an ex-Celtic manager. I'm finding it really hard to give him credit, but I just don't know. He's I, good, great team though. Like he's, the football, the attacking, how he's transformed it without Kane. Like he should get loads of credit though. He, I think I'm not sure they'll get Champions League, but they'll get Europe. They'll get a Europe place for sure, I think. Look how bad like Nuno was when he came in. Like, you know, he came in, it was awful, the players didn't like him. The football was terrible and he, he he was gone after six weeks and and he's come in with a worse you know inherited a worse conditioned team he's thrown in plays like Udogi, and he's had to build the team without kane and he's done amazing so you've got to give him tons of credit i think no fair mate good, good yeah team. that's my my take uh what do uh who do you think will be top four uh Arsenal, I think I've already said I think we'll win it this year. Arsenal, City, Liverpool. And that fourth spot could be Spurs. So also Brighton, maybe. I was gonna say it could, be, could be a Spurs or a Brighton. Could also be Man United. <laughs> they could pull this shit together. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I read today they reckon Sancho's out the door in january so they can't reconcile that dispute they'll stick with i think they'd, they'd be stupid not to stick with and have and i can't I always get his name wrong ten hag um because they're just doing the same thing they're gonna do with chelsea and look at the mess that chelsea are in now gotta stick with someone for a bit yeah well this is a ten hog team now he's had plenty of signings yeah so give him give him the season if it doesn't work he goes um okay final bit of segment i'm gonna go billy bandwagon but i'm gonna work it to how i like it <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm just gonna go with that watkins is just a flash in the pan like everyone's gonna get him in this in the team i feel like he won't do that again for a while um I yeah will... that's bold i think he won't score 23 points again but he he could get a goal yeah I think he's not going to be as good as everyone thinks. 
I don't think he's they've got nice fixtures, but I don't think he's he's definitely not gonna do what that every week, that's for sure. Nah. I was uh okay, let me uh maybe uh, I've got some stats here, mate. Go on. Uh touches in the box, second amongst all players. Oh wow, okay. Uh, shots 22 second highest amongst forwards shots inside the box 21 second highest amongst forwards goal involvement 10 highest amongst forwards chances created 15 second highest amongst forwards um but his big chances is seven which is joint fourth but mate he's i mean for, for yeah shots in the box and and um goal involvements uh he's pretty he's pretty high but is 10 of them shots and goals last week yeah yeah and also they could be p-rollers into the keeper's arms couldn't they as well because he's not got the goals no exactly and he's, he's not leading those stats sound like he's the top scorer in the league yeah and then, isn't, so you could be right he's just the, the goals itself one of them was deflected massively so Tell you who had great stats for a few weeks, Jackson. Because yeah. <laughs> we kept talking about it. <laughs> he kept a seat in my team for about, for six weeks thanks to those stats. So I reckon uh, I reckon you're again, you're going against the the stats, and I like it because they lie to us sometimes. Going against the grain, mate. We'll 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 whip this up because it's quite late for you here. Upset of the week. I nailed it last week. Wolves, no Rodri. You did actually, yeah. Genius. You did. We got them all right last week. So who did you go for? Um, I said that quickly because I know I sent it to you earlier in the week, but now I can't think of what the uh, what the results were. We said, oh well, I said Burnley, uh, not Burnley. I said. Um, Luton over Everton. Yep. Although I said I, I wasn't sure I believed it, but I did, that was the one I think I settled on. Yeah. And the other one was going to be was um, I did Villa against Brighton, but I couldn't let you have that because it was uh, not an upset. But yes, mate, I cool. think it is an upset. But anyway, it happened. <laughs> uh, well, let's see if we can keep this. Wolves is the bigger one. You get double points for predicting a City loss. The only one this season so far. So, uh, fixtures this week. Yeah, there's not. Hmm. I reckon Burnley going to upset Chelsea. Burnley at home. Yeah, uh, well, I like that one. Burnley look are a good team. They're not, they're the ones that I think are going to eventually come good. I don't know if they're going to go down. yeah that's good um geez i'm struggling here because they don't there's not many other upsets go your gut mate which more that do, do they count as an upset i think that's the problem i'll uh, give, you, I give like, you wolves against villa if you like yeah it's tight isn't it 
West Ham, Newcastle. It might need to be just because West. Well, yeah, West Ham against Newcastle. I'll go with that. Uh, can... Wolves would back your Maverick pick. Uh, with, with Neto, yeah. Yeah, all right, let's just say Wolves against Villa because we need to say something. <laughs> Mate, I'll give I you like yours. I'll give you five seconds. Who would you like to go for? Nah, it's, uh, it's fine. That's good. I think the games look very even. That's the thing. I think yeah. they're very even. They do. I don't think Brentford are going to get one over Man United. I reckon it could actually be a draw. Or United will scrape it. Um, Brighton against Liverpool, maybe. But Brighton are at home. So, and no upset, but who do you think is going to win this colossal title fight game already? Arsenal Man City, or do you think it'll be a draw? I'd go draw, I'd yeah. go draw. And Arsenal lost yesterday, yeah, they did. And Saka's probably out, it's looking like. Mm. Well, he looks like he's definitely out this week, but he could be out longer. So Cool. Mm. All right, mate. Well, I'll let you get back off to your. Well, what are you doing? Because it's late. I'm guessing you'll head to bed, but. Basically, bed, mate. Yeah. Got an early start tomorrow. So, having a quiet one. Cool. And we will right, reconvene um, back when you're back in Australia. That's it, mate. All right. We'll have a lovely evening, mate. Catch you soon. See you, mate. Night. Bye.